God damn it. I'm going to start the intro. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast. This is where we try to have a good time when we rank all of the albums from the artists of the week that we're doing. And we also do our Six Degrees of Tom DeLonge. If you don't know what that is, look up the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. That'll tell you what we're doing, but with Tom DeLonge instead. Uh, My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there in the ether, is Jeff. Go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us in there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Give us five stars. That would mean the world to us. Please, please go do that. Um, also, yeah, if you didn't already know, we're doing Jimmy World and their album Bleed American. But like I said, before that, we're going to rank the albums. And then we're going to, but before before we do that, like I said too, I'm just repeating myself. Fuck. Yeah, you're repeating yourself. Fucking goddamn it. We're doing the six degrees of Tom DeLong. We keep it down to three each. <laughs> I only got two. I only got two today. Uh, just because it's too easy. It's just way too easy. So what do you got? Because <laughs> I assume you have three, right? Well, I don't know if you heard me say, oh, fuck, halfway through your spiel. Oh, you, for- you forgot to do I it. did fucking none. Ah, I oh, cannot fucking believe I did none. Luckily, there's going to be a lot to talk about. I cannot fucking believe I totally blew this one off. <laughs> I mean, it, it's okay because it was such an easy one. Like, this is probably one of the easiest ones we we could ever do except for doing a, a an album that Tom plays on because uh, it's just it's too easy. So I cannot believe it. I It's fine. It's fine. I got two. Two's enough. Two I'm, is I'm embarrassed. Two. I really am. I'm embarrassed. This was like my idea to do and I I brought nothing to the table. Well as long as we as long as we do one, that's all that matters. Damn. Okay. These so. better be good. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're stupid. Because they're so easy. So the first one is the easiest of them all. The easiest of them all. This one is uh, Jimmy World played at Tom DeLonge's wedding. Plain and simple. That that's the easiest one. Can't get much closer than that. Yeah, I mean, um, they went on tour together too. So, well, there's that. I yeah, I know that. But I oh, figure yeah. the wedding would be the the best way to connect it to Tom DeLonge. It's the easiest, easiest and the most way. intimate. Exactly. Uh, the next one here is kind of a roundabout way, but you know, I thought it was it was interesting. Uh, Riley Breckenridge, the drummer from Thrice, uh, after Thrice broke, or when they went on their hiatus back in 2011 or whenever it was, uh, he became Zach Lynn's drum tech for several months. I think on a whole tour or two, he was Zach's uh, drum tech. And then Riley, to his brother Eddie, who also plays in Thrice, and Eddie was also in Angel and Airways at one point. So Angel and Airways to Tom, boom. Well, let's, easy peasy. let's, let's go it, back and talk about how fucking cool it is to have a a drum tech that's a really cool drummer in a really cool band. Right? I know. Pretty sick, right? That is, that's like way cool. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's badass. 
kind of a, a, a weird and kind of cool transition going from like, you know, a successful band like Thrice to absolutely nothing and having no work and then becoming a drum tech for one of your favorite bands. Pretty sick. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, cool. I, yep. Wow. Yeah. So you, you done blew it, but that's Yeah, okay. that was a fun bit. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay, I so then let's just uh let's just get into the album the album rankings. Okay. Uh, they they have ten full length records, so we're gonna do those those ten. So self titled Jimmy World all the way through surviving. Um so what do you got for your number ten? We're going from worst to best. Worst to best. Um none of these are are, are sub ones. Agreed. Let me just throw that out there. But personally, my least favorite is Chase This Light. That's their sixth album from 2007. Mm-hmm. I remember this album. I remember this because this was the album that made me start hating Jimmy World. This was it for me. This was the end. This is. I I I, I thought this was too pop. It was too pop rock. It was it was, dude. This was like bottom of the barrel cheesy. I okay. I didn't really enjoy any of this. Nothing here was playlistable. I don't have a favorite song. I just don't like this album. Their most pop, I think Bleed American is more pop than this. Yeah, Bleed American, I mean, we'll get into it later on, but Bleed American still has the complexity of what makes Jimmy a world so great. Yeah. yeah this this doesn't. True. This is just straightforward pop rock. <laughs> All right. So that so you have no favorite then, right? Oh. No? Okay. Nope. Uh, my, my number 10 is uh, their self-titled, their first record, Jimmy World. I think it's a good record. I I do like this record, but it's just unfair to throw it in with uh with anything else cuz it's just it doesn't it sounds so cliché and stupid saying this, but it doesn't represent the band at all of what they they become. So, I don't know. It, it's a good punk record, a pretty damn good punk record, but it just doesn't make sense in the whole catalog of them. There's nothing about this that sounds like Jimmy Eat World. Okay. So, but other, otherwise, you know, it's it's great, and I think the song Wednesday was a fucking banger. And it sucks that this album is not on like the major streaming sites. You can only really find it on YouTube, uploaded from some random dude. But yeah, that was annoying. Yeah, so there you go, Jimmy World. They're self titled. I'm okay. surprised that one. I I honestly thought it would be at the bottom of yours too. Okay, but it's probably your number nine or something. I don't know. All right, but well, it's still a solid. solid it's, stuff. You're already starting off wrong, but number nine. <laughs> Is invented. This is okay. the one right after okay. Chase's Light that from 2010, their seventh album. This mm-hmm. is not. This is not completely like a boring pop rock output, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't have its own like sound of just outside of just being like Jimmy World and here's Jim Adkins singing, because yeah. the bulk of Jimmy World post Bleed American is just like, hey, we have Jim Adkins and he did that thing in Clarity and Bleed American and here's him singing. And that's what they lean into, and it's annoying. Yeah, it, it became more of like a singer-songwriter. Fucking irritating. But the melodies were never really there, and I don't know. Like It was just boring. I feel you. I feel you. But the title, track, points, yeah. the title track, I think, is, is, is my favorite here. It was a little reminiscent of the cool like Jimmy World sound that we've always loved. Started off slow mm-hmm. and sort of acoustic and built up into this like cool shouting rocker. But, nah. Just meh for you. Man, that sucks. That sucks. What would you rate this one on our three-point rating system? Um, we're still at a one. Still at a one. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're still at a one. Okay. 
All right. All right. Fair enough. Well, not fair enough. I don't know why I said that. Uh, my number nine is uh, is invented. Uh, this one, it's it's just it's a little bit slower. It's I don't know. It's just it's good, but it's it's almost forgettable at points. It's fucking boring. And that's uh, well, not boring. It's, it's just like boring. It's just like it's 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 an enjoyable listen through of it, but it's just like not something that is gonna stick with you. But it's still interesting. It, I mean, it's still fun. It's not it's not a bad record. The my favorite song is my best theory the the single because I remember when it came out I really liked it and I just listened to the hell out of that song, and uh, I really like that. I think it's a really good one. That just that that simple guitar line is just very catchy and dumbed down and stupid, but. I like it a lot, and what the would, song. Uh, what would you rate this one then? Uh, I'd give this one like a one point nine. Oh my god! Yeah, one point. I can. I already see where this is going. Your your love your love for Jimmy Rold makes no fucking sense. I don't understand. I, you, but see, that's the thing. Even I, like bad Jimmy Rold, you think is great? I that makes no, no sense to me. I don't though. I don't. Which like diminishes actual good Jimmy Rold, like Clarity, Bleed American, these top ones. By you thinking invented is a one point nine, and then giving probably Clarity and Bleed American almost perfect scores. Those perfect scores don't even mean as much because you gave invented a one point fucking nine. Oh, makes no idiot. sense. But no, it does make sense with our three point rating system because two is a good album you're going to continue to listen to. One is a bad album, but you should give it a shot. So this is not. This is almost breaks the the tier of wanting to listen to it more, which I don't necessarily want to. Then give it a one because there are other, no because I don't want to no because there's in betweens like always. So it's a one point nine for me. It almost breaks that breaks that tier. Like I you're, won't really go back to it. Like I won't really go back to their their self titled. You're diminishing the value of the, no, I'm not of the uppers. No, with these terrible and I, ratings. And I was gonna say the song cut of this one. Uh, his voice sounds a lot like Brandon Boyd. I even to the point where I kind of thought I I almost looked it up to see if Brandon Boyd was singing on the song. But. That's funny you say. There's 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 one other time on here that I thought another singer was singing. I looked it up. Was it Death Cab? No, not Uninvented, but in a different oh. album. But I'll get to it later. Okay. Um, number so, eight. Yeah. Eight number three, eight. What do you got? Their ninth album, Integrity Blues, 2016. Mm-hmm. So here, mm-hmm. here's an example of them like trying to recapture the clarity magic. A lot of the same tricks are used here. Overly <laughs> intricate <laughs> instrumentation, Jim's vocal delivery, a lot of the same themes. But it's just not as as magical. It's like a facsimile of the original, a clone, rather than like okay. a counterpart. Plus, like songs like "Past the Baby," just don't make a whole lot of sense thrown in there in the middle. Yeah, but it's, it's "Past the Baby" still a pretty cool song. That's my banger, "Past the Baby." Is That's it? it's my yeah. favorite song. It's just fucking weird, and like the way it sets up the ending, it seems like rushed and out of place, and it's very mm-hmm. weird. But I dig it. I think Integrity Blues is a solid album. So like you do. post post Chase This Light, aside from maybe the singles, I've not heard these albums at all. Because Chase This Light chased me away from Jimmy World. Ba-dam! Oh my God. <laughs> so <laughs> Integrity Blues was the first time I really heard this album. And uh I it was cool. Like I, I would never go back to this album as a whole, so I'm not gonna give it a two. But I mean, mm-hmm. we went from Invented, which I gave a one. This is going up to like one one seven five, one eight. Okay, that's not bad. That's yeah. Not bad. Uh, oh, speaking of "Past the Baby," that song. There's a couple, a few years ago, or maybe two years ago, we even talked about it on the pod. 
they were playing at some festival and it was an outdoor festival and they played that song and it was just it like blew me away like i couldn't believe how good that performance was and i went to go look for it and i cannot find it anywhere do you remember anything about that no you don't remember that because fuck i i know for sure we talked about it on the pod and we both were like we both agreed that it was just like it was really a really good performance and i went looking for it and i could not find it i know it was an outdoor festival and i know it was during the day <laughs> and i remember thinking that it, that it was weird that it, it was such a good performance during the day because band's not really as good during the day as they are at night. Oh, because nobody's drunk. Well, no, but then the lights, you Including know. Including the band. But I just remember that that performance was just, it was so great. But like, I, I could not anything else? It. Was it in America? Was it overseas? I like, don't remember. I don't remember if it was Reading and Leeds. I don't. Were they headlining? Were they opening? <laughs> well, no, they were obviously in the middle of the day so, or at like sunset. So they weren't headlining. But. Damn it! I I don't know. I couldn't find it, and I was I was wondering if you you remembered, but obviously, yeah, Mm-mm. neither of us do. Nope. But no, it was re- it was really good. I remember. It's a weird song. It, it made like honestly, it makes no sense where they put it. It doesn't. Yeah. It like Just, the sequencing makes no sense. It does not. It's, well, it doesn't it, even it doesn't fit on the album. There. Uh, yeah, on the album entirely. The album. Yeah. And it's not a band that takes those type of chances. I don't know. I don't know why they put it on there, but I, I'm not mad that they did. It sounds great. It's a great song, so it's good. It's good. How do you like Chase This Light so much? Your next one better be Chase The Light. So number eight is Chase This Light. Okay. This one, um, I, I do remember this one coming out. Even like, I remember when Futures came out, that was kind of my my downfall with Jimmy World. Like I didn't, at the time, I didn't really like Futures that much. And it took me many years to get back into that record, or to get into that record. And then I've just, I've slowly, as the years have gone on, anytime Jimmy World put out a new record, I listen to it. I, ju- I just listen to it and then I never go back to it. I just do the one listen and if it doesn't really get my attention, I don't go back. And that's what, it, that's what, that's what started with Chase This Light. So I've rarely ever gone back to it. And, um, but I mean, it's still a pretty solid album. It's, it's pretty interchangeable with Invented. It's like, it, it almost seems like Invented and Chase This Light could have, were made at the same time. They really, there's really no change in style or, or I don't know. It's they're pretty much the same. Um, Big Casino, which was the single, I remember that song, hearing that a lot. I remember hearing it on K Rock back in the day. Um, it, it's a good song. Also, the song "Feeling Lucky" was a good song too. I don't know why you don't like either of those, but I guess you can't win them all, right? Yeah. So, Chase is light though. I, I think it's a solid record. It's a one point eight as well. So I thought you had a one point nine. Oh no! I'll I'll give them a one point eight. So my my bottom three so far are one point eights. Oh man! <laughs> What's wrong with that? You you've already gotten to one point seven five. You're already almost where I am. Yeah, so. but Chase's Light and Invented were solid ones. I disagree. I can't believe the self titled so high for you. <laughs> Just you wait, babies. Number one. Uh, okay, okay. You Mass can't style. trick me. You can't trick me like I trick you. That's true. Okay, so no what do you got for number? <laughs> what do you got for number seven? Number seven, uh, futures. Okay, futures. Really that low? Holy shit! Futures, okay. futures is this low? Futures, I enjoyed. Me and a uh, friend of the pod, JD, we were mm-hmm. big fans of Futures when it came out. We were still in high school. This is their fifth album, just before we graduated. Oh five. This was oh four though. But we were big fans of this. This was this was cool. I mean, it's alt rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing really like groundbreaking. There's outside of like the singles, 
mm-hmm. not really that interesting. There's no cool like complex instrumentation layering. There's no cool back and forth vocals. It just this is like the beginning of leaning into Jim's vocals and then not even writing really good melodies. Okay. But Pain is dope, man. Pain you is used a, to hate that song. You used to fucking hate I it. I know. Pain it makes me is, so mad. I've dude, always Pain is highly of it. Pain is a good song. It's it, but it's not even like a Jimmy World song. It's too aggressive. Like the they only, have some aggressive songs. That's the thing. Blister is like the only thing that comes to mind that can be this aggressive. Even stuff on, even like Bleed American. Like it's not it's not aggressive. It's just kind of jarring. Yeah. Blister and this and Pain are like the only real aggressive songs that they have. That beginning guitar part, fucking rad. It goes low it and then Jim stays high. It's a good contrast. It's a good song. Futures is. Futures is a cool album. It's, it's cool, a cool yeah. album. I agree. It held my attention until Chase's Light. So <laughs> it does it does hold a place in my heart. But okay. I don't know. The album as a whole, I would not go back to you now. So I'm still I'm I'm at a, I'm probably at like a one a one point nine right now. One point nine, okay, yeah. that's fair. Because I'm not going to go back to this album as a whole. But it's still been a, a pleasant listen through. None of these have been like bad. It's just been yeah. like okay, this is why I, I. It was more like a like a like a period piece for me, like like a I don't know of an epic journey of where my love, because I mean Jimmy Rose like top five reasons i even wrote down five songs later i'll tell you about it. yeah really getting ahead of myself here and i'm not <laughs> even making any sense but it's been a nice journey it's been a nice journey from mm-hmm. beginning to end and it's there's been a lot of ups a lot of downs but overall it's just been okay here's why i do like them here's why i don't like them but i mean it's like weezer right like Weezer's my favorite band even though you the majority like of their, their stuff records. i don't like yeah, there's but only there's three still, records by them you like in their But they're game. still my favorite band because that one record they did is just, every time I listen to it, it just puts me over the edge. Clarity is the same way. That's my number one. I don't even give a fuck. I don't care. I don't care. Well, spoilers. It does guess, not matter right? because when a band does something that good, that monumental in your life, they can be your number one. And you can, like, you can dislike everything else behind it. It's true. It's yeah. fine. It does not matter. That's the subjectivity of this. So it was totally right. It was a fun week, and I got through almost half of the albums in the first day, just because I was like, boom, boom. I was having such a good time. <laughs> so it was it was a good week. It was a good week. Even, even, but like even Chase's Light, I I didn't like that album that much. That was fun. I had a good time with it. Yeah, still a pleasant listen. Yeah, hey, little dummy. Okay, my <laughs> number uh, <laughs> my number seven. We're on seven, right? You just did your seven. Okay, so mine is a uh, damage. Uh. This is what their eighth album, I think, right? Maybe. Yeah, Damage. eighth album, two thousand thirteen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, eighth album. Okay, so this one, um, like I said, I've I've had only listened to it once prior to this, um, but it, it was never enough to bring me back. But it was at this point, like after kind of listening to after listening to Chase the Slide and Invented, I was just kind of like not burnt out, but I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna it's gonna be another Jimmy World that sounds like that, you know. But it was uh, it it remi- parts of it reminded me of Death Cab. His voice kind of reminded me of Ben Gibbard a little bit at moments. Uh, there were some like little country vibes throughout it, like so that was kind of nice. Uh, some good good acoustic guitars on it. Um, I don't know. It's I thought it was really good. Uh, Book of Love um, was my favorite. Like I said, it has a lot of Death Cab vibes to it, so that was cool. 
Um, just it was a bit more upbeat and exciting than than the last two than Chase's Light and Invented. So it's good stuff. I I like I like Damage. It was good. Okay, it was good. And yeah, that is my uh, that's my number seven is Damage. Okay. Good stuff. All right. Good stuff. What do you got for your number six? Go. Number six, Damage. This is uh, like you okay. like you said. This is their eighth album, 2013. This was still in that pop rock vein, but this one's kind of like a banger. There are a lot of songs here that have the clarity feeling, like Bye Bye Love and You Were mm-hmm. Good. That droning high yeah. guitar note that keeps going on and on and on. It's a good blend of old Jimmy, world and new. And and Jim strains his vocals on several songs and like that's when he's really, really good. When he's like shrieking because he's such yeah. a good singer. And it's He's kind of like an underrated singer because he knows what he can do well and he does it very, very well. Arguably like the best at what he does. He's very good. Even acoustic. You watch acoustic videos. Dude, he's a fantastic singer. I agree. I totally agree. But he doesn't push himself as often as like I would like or as he should. You know what I mean? Like he just kind of plays it safe a lot, which is fine, but... It is nice when he when he does kind of like go for it. He tries to do something a little off of what he normally it's, does. It's that, it's that high, that shrieking that he does where it's, his voice gets a little raspy mm. all of a sudden out of nowhere and and like that, like that, whatever you call that. <laughs> I'm sure there's a word for that because if, if there's a word for glottal stop, I'm sure there's a word for like. Oh my for, God. Such an ugly word. <laughs> well, imagine what the word is for like the the yeah, like the yodeling. We'll call it, we'll, I'm gonna call it the yodeling, we'll the yodeling, yodeling that he does because yeah, he kind of yodels, right? Like, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, whatever. But you know, this, this is cool. <laughs> damage, damage is cool. Um, there's a song on here that, outside of like clarity and bleed, like this could be like my new favorite Jimmy World song. Very oh. pop punk. Arguably, maybe the most pop punkest song they've ever done. And that's I Will Steal You Back. Interesting. Okay. I guess it, yeah, it's kind of pop Dude, punk-y. the drummer does that little pause like he does in, in the song The Middle. That, that yeah. And then comes in and it's like a, like a half, like a millisecond later than everybody else. And it, mm-hmm. it, like, but yeah, like it exactly leads into the chorus. And he, he, like the drummer even does the chicka chickas. Dude, this is a damn banger. I will steal you back is so good. And then when Jim comes in with the chorus, how slowly we build these walls, like his voice is, how slowly we build the walls. They did so nasally. It is a fucking banger. That song alone warrants a two for damage. Oh, wow. my God. Okay. I, was, I was blown away because I've never heard damage before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my first listen through of damage because I, I, I was so bitter for <laughs> so long. Great. And I just... <laughs> I was at the gym listening to this too, and I was like giggling and smiling to myself. Luckily, I had to wear a mask because we were a bunch of cucks, but so I think nobody could see me smiling. <laughs> but it was a good song. It was good. I had a good time with it. <laughs> That's great. Oh, I'm glad. So fi- good. What are we? You're at number. We're at number six, and you're already at the two. So that's good. That's that's positive. Well, like dude, that. like everything else, be that Jimmy World's done it. I mean, they, they they do a lot of bangers. Yeah, I, I know they they totally do. Um, so my number six is integrity blues. Uh, this one, it's just, it's, it's a good extension of damage. It's more, it seems like they're, they're having more fun on this one. And, but for whatever reason, it still sound sounds serious, very serious on some songs. Like 
but overall they're not it doesn't seem like they're taking themselves too seriously like I, you always see them and how they just like criticize other bands and just they kind of like wish they're they're bigger than they are but yeah it's jealousy you know. envious yeah but th- this one actually seemed like they were having a really good time playing uh my my favorite song i got two i got past the baby obviously because yeah. that one is just such a off the wall one for the record and then also get right which was also a single so like when this album came out the this is the song that got that i was listening to a lot because it was the new jimmy world song so i just i listened to this song a ton and then obviously past the baby so yeah integrity blues i think it's a solid record it's a it's a solid two for me two out of three for me good stuff man okay for, for, from damage and on up is two out of three for me there you go. Wait, so everything is just two out of so Clarity's two out of three, Bleeding Americans two out yeah, of three. Yeah, everything, yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay, all right. <laughs> no, of course not. Come Number five. Don't be stupid. Number Yo, five. Number five for me is Static Prevails. Oof. Static Prevails. Let me, I guess I'll what start with, my, with my... Oh, I know what's higher. Okay. I'll start with saying my BB because like the the song seventeen that that song was oh, that's the first Jimmy World song that I've ever heard, really and yeah that was the first one I ever heard. Huh. It's not my yeah. favorite, but it, it I don't know it was just kind of cool because I totally forgotten about it and I remember the first time I heard it. Of course, it was at camp and like Jimmy World and camp go fucking hand in hand for me. It's just mm. there's no other way about it. So it was cool to listen to Static Prevails again because I never go back to it. I've always yeah. seen it as a lesser clarity, which it kind of is, but what it does really well is it like bridges like they're self-titled and then clarity. Mm-hmm. It's not exactly as punk. It's it's not as punk as self-entitled and it's not as intricate as clarity. So that's why it kind of gets pushed to the side. It's it's like this this it's like Malcolm in the middle, right? The middle child here. We'll talk about the middle later. It did take some time. But there's some really cool, like <laughs> Jim and Tom shared vocals, and and we hear we hear the development of Jimmy World at their best, and it's really cool. And Static Prevails, while not being like you know one of the greats, it is still a monumentally good album that needs more recognition. I agree with you on that one. This is a second album, just uh, nine, 1996, just because I wrote it down yeah. in my notes. I'll say it. But yeah, seventeen. Like I said, it's my, it's my favorite song. This was the song that it didn't. This song didn't get me into Jimmy Eat Roll, but this was the first song that I heard from Jimmy Eat Roll because people played it at camp all the time. And then when I got into Jimmy Eat Roll, I realized this was also Jimmy Eat Roll, and that was you know my little fifteen year old mind was just like, was like, whoa, shit, dude, <laughs> that's fucking dope, bro. Yeah, that's how we talk when we're fifteen. But yeah, Robot Factor, cool that's out. that's also that's also a fucking banger. Um, I don't know. It's good stuff, dude. It's a good album. There's a lot of great stuff on this record. I love Static Prevails. So, so that was your number five. Yeah. Uh, my number five is Futures. This one, uh, like I said, when it came out, I didn't really care for it except for Pain and a few other songs. Uh, so I'd, I'd never, I don't really go back to it often unless somebody else wants to listen to it, like Tammy wants to listen to it or, or whatever, because she likes this album a lot. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, it, it's still solid, but it's not, it, it has nothing on Bleed American or, or anything like that. It's, it's just a good record, a solid two. It's a solid two out of three. Uh, my favorite song is Nothing Wrong. I love that, that weird kind of 
almost off time guitar part. It's just, it's cool, man. It, it's a great song. And, um, that, and then of course pain the single, I mean, dude, you can't fuck with that song. That song is so good. And like I said, I don't know why you hated it for so fucking long. It makes no sense to me, but it's, it's, whatever. it's about being bitter. It's about, it's about hearing, hearing futures and thinking like, dude, what, why are you doing this? You know, you're, you're, you're young. And, and mm-hmm. after like bleed American, you come out with futures. I mean, dude, bleed American and futures might as well be from two completely separate eras from two yeah. different bands from just two different walks of life. They're so fucking different. They are. Yeah. So, I mean, I um, we, we'll get more into that when we talk about Bleed American, like with the who produced it, and like I don't know. Th- there's a there's a huge reason why those two albums sound so different. But anyway, um, so those five. What's your number four? Number four. Number four. Are you ready for this clarity. one? Clarity. It's clarity. <laughs> number four is surviving. That, I'm surprised it's that high for you. This is uh this is their last album they put out 2019 a couple years ago year and a half ago. This is uh this is surprisingly good. This this starts yeah. off really strong and minus like a couple of songs, but those songs are like true stinkers. This never <laughs> lets up. Like but so like I, earlier I talked about how I I legit thought there was another singer on this. So the song One Mill, it starts off like acoustic, and I thought that was Rivers. Really, it was fucking it sounds just what? like Rivers. So no, I, don't, I, I mean, don't remember that. It's one of the two, but I looked it up. It's not Rivers, but I mean, it's not. It's it's not weird to think that it could be Rivers eventually. Yeah, especially right? at this at this time when you know I'm sure they're all friends and like. But like, even I'm sure like, it'd be really easy to get Rivers on a song if you're already in the biz. If you, you wanted know? it to be, and I thought like I I thought okay, Rachel Hayden has been she was a founding member of the Rentals. There's a mm-hmm. Weezer connection, and she's also been on on a lot of Jimmy World songs, so like I don't know, it was possible. But then once the chorus hit, I realized that that's definitely not Rivers. But damn, did that acoustic intro sound like Rivers? But five 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 is a true stinker, dude. That is, is a it? true Why? fucking stinker. It is a half ass stupid attempt at incorporating some bullshit electronic sound. It is awful. Oh. That is that yeah, is I guess so. that is maybe one of the worst songs I've ever heard them do. Damn, that it's is fucking brutal. terrible. It is that so is bad. I I oh my god! And it's like the third song or the third or fourth song. And so yeah, I think it's the third or something. Yeah. After listening to a couple bangers and I heard that one, I I was like, wow, this this is gonna suck. But it turned around <laughs> like instantaneously. Turned around, and I was. Dude, I was blown away by this. Congratulations, the last song. This is a damn banger. You're saying no, no, no. Congratulations, congratulations. You suck. (laughs) No, congratulations. This is the this is the last song. A damn banger, dude. True to form of Jimmy World, like like while paying respects to the old, right? So the first line is the first line he fucking sings is "There's no clarity in front of me." That's what he says, and it's. I feel like Jimmy World has spent so much time trying to recapture the clarity sound, but also trying to redo the Bleed American stuff. And just it just never mm-hmm. really catches on. It never really it, it's it's just never really good. Like those are yeah. two completely different albums of kind of two different eras of Jimmy World by like kind of two different singers. And so you can't you can't have one 
And then you also can't have the other. They're, they're kind of, I don't know, they're, they're very different. And so Jimmy Roll has done such a shitty job at trying to incorporate both of those albums and, and redo it. And I think this yeah. album was the first time they said, you know what? Like, we accept it. We accept all of it. We accept that we won't ever be the band that you want us to be. We accept that we won't ever be Clarity. We accept that mm-hmm. we won't ever be Bleed American because it just makes no sense. We're older now. We're doing different shit. Yeah. They're just, they're just accepting. They, they, they finally, like, hit that, that adult plateau where they're, you know what? I'm not going to be that, so I'm going to stop trying to be that. And then they wrote, a, they wrote an album that fucking killed absolutely yeah. killed mm-hmm. yeah i'm with you man Dude, I think this is a sick record this is a this is a solid 2.5 and that's all i'm gonna say for the rest of that wow this is a that's solid 2.5 holy shit it's just this was like everything that i wanted them to do post bleed american and then finally they did it wow okay so yeah i can't believe the self-titles this high for you that's crazy to me <laughs> It's probably you probably think it's better than Bleed American, you fucking cut. God damn. That's a red hot chili pepper song, actually. <laughs> I thought you were singing Cucaracha. <laughs> Dude, Bleed American and, and Can't Stop uh, is like the same song, right? Kinda, no, well no, that that's that's no. I I'm 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 uh, I'm dumbing both songs down very much yeah. so, to sound the same, but they're very different. <laughs> oh fuck. But I got you for a second there. No, you didn't. Because I thought you were singing La Cucaracha. Yeah. <laughs> uh my number four is uh it's Static Prevails, their second record. Um this is I mean, you, you said it before, this is the the perfect transition record from the self-titled to clarity like there's 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 a bit a bit of both like half the record i don't i don't want to say half the record but it's just like every song has the best of both and i really like that i thought it was just it's such a cool and kind of unique sound like it's still really really melodic but still has that that angst and that that aggression that the first record had I, I think it, I think it's a truly solid record, and it's something I always forget about. I never think to go back to Static Prevails, ever. And I and I've always liked it. I've always liked it. But like I said, it's like whenever I think, oh, I'm, I'm gonna listen to Jimmy World, I only ever go to Clarity or Bleed American. Ever, it sucks. But yeah, I don't know. I think I'm gonna make more of a conscious effort to to go to, to go and listen to Static Prevails more because man, it's it's a banger of a record. Every time I hear it, I just think, "Damn, dude, what? Why don't I? Why don't I listen more?" But my uh, my my two favorites off of this one are uh, "World of Static" and uh, "Robot Factory." Man, those are fucking bangers. I love those songs. So there you go. That's my number four. Static okay. prevails. All right. What do you got for your number three? Number three is their self-entitled mm-hmm. record. Okay, God, thank God. Their first Jimmy Eat World eats Jimmy Eat World. Mm-hmm. 1994 dude this was damn good i never heard this really Mm-mm, never heard this it's a good record i think it's a really good record dude linton's voice it's it's the best like at, at a, i don't know <laughs> at times he sounds like mark adkins in that uh, it's it's not goofy but it's nasally like like yeah like I that so. type of 
<laughs> that that type of sound, but not delivery. And he's definitely not funny. But yeah, not that's what it sounds like, and it's cool. There's just okay. There's not a whole lot of production gimmicks here, and the sound is super stripped down and raw, even with the bad quality on on YouTube. But mm-hmm. like, it's cool to hear a band start like this, and you can hear I the know. quiet parts, you know, because they weren't filled up with random instruments or or, or moves or synths or whatever know, yeah. it is. So there's quiet parts to it because. When you have a four-piece, we have two guitarists, a bass player, and a drummer, but the guitarist also sings, so there are quiet parts to the albums. And after this, you never hear quiet parts because there's, yeah, always, there's always more going on. There's always more they're adding. So it was really cool to hear kind of like a punk record of Jimmy World. Like it's a, a solid. I mean, I I think even though I put it as my, as, you know, dead last. number 10, I'd still, I mean, it, it was it's garbage. weird, but I would still put it as a, I would still rate it two out of three, but I can't put it, it's, it just, it doesn't make sense to put it in the rankings of, of the rest of the, the albums. Cause it just, it doesn't, it's not, it's almost like a different band at this point. I don't know. It's just, but I still, I think, I still think it's a fantastic record. It's like looking at pictures of like Mike Trout when he's like five and then thinking like, holy shit, dude, this kid grew up to be Mike Trout. What the fuck? You know, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just really cool. Such a weird example. Because Mike Trout's the greatest athlete of all time. It's easy. Athlete, come on. Maybe you can. You can't even argue. Maybe best baseball player of all time. Uh, no, he. Well, man, that's. That, that you're right. That is not arguable. That's fact. You but, really think uh, he he is the greatest baseball player of all time? Uh, no, it's a little too early to be honest. If we're being yeah, honest here, but I think right now, if he if he died today, he'd be top. He'd be top twenty. Really, you think so? Huh. Yeah. Oh, dude, yep. he's woo. he'd be top twenty. <laughs> I think give him ten years, and hopefully next year after Albert Pujols gets the fuck out of here, we'll have some more money to spend. We can get better players. I think Mike Trout mm-hmm. could be. Uh, I think Mike Trout could easily be the greatest baseball player of all time. Easily, absolutely, one hundred percent. Damn, that's a bold statement. But it's. I'm just saying it's not really though, because a lot of people agree with you that he's he's the greatest in the league now. But I wouldn't. I mean, he, greatest of all time. Just natural talent. Just his, what are we talking about, Mike Trout? For you, get me on these. You brought it up. Baseball you brought thing. it you up. Get me on these fucking baseball things. Or, you, you brought it up. <laughs> you brought it up. You brought it up. My favorite I'm song so here. <laughs> my my favorite song reminds me of Charlie from fucking uh, Sunny oh. Philadelphia. God, that was so I, annoying. I can't stand that show. I just. Oh I, God, I don't dude. get it either. I I can't get into that show either. Ah oh, man, amphibious, okay, so amphibious. It's a amphibious, third track. Okay. It's a it's a punker song, and the chorus is cool. The way he says like the downs, this is part of his downs, mm-hmm. instantly catchy. Yeah. It's a good album. It's a good album, and it's it's always fun to hear bands like in their original element how they foresaw themselves being. It doesn't even a fucking proper word to say. I don't know conjugation of the. Of the adjective or the verb, I don't know. Maybe our <laughs> part of the friend of the part of the friend Justin can let us know. Part of the friend. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, like when oh. you start when you start a band, you have you 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 think you're going to sound like something. Whether or not mm-hmm. you end up sounding like that is, is almost irrelevant. But that first record you do, that's that's kind of like what you think you're going to sound like, and so. Mm. 
when a band puts out a first record, it's always important. Whether or not it's good or bad, it's important because that's what the band thought was going to make them big, right? Yeah. That's why they started playing music was to make this. And because nobody, nobody puts out a record to not be famous. Like everybody wants to make some type of, at least to make a living. Yeah, exactly. So the first record is always going to be something that the band thought at the time was going to make them big enough so they can quit their job wherever they worked. But now to have that first record be good, that's I mean, that's a whole different story. So that's, yeah, it doesn't happen often. That's really cool. So that's I don't know. I, I think their self entitled was fucking rad. I think it was so awesome. I, I think it's good too. I really do. It's good stuff. <sighs> okay, so my number three is uh, Surviving, their newest record. Um, this one, I think they they just they nailed it. With the melodies, they nailed it with the catchiness. It was very pop rock, but not in a cheesy way. Uh, I, I mean, I really enjoyed my my listen through of this. I was, I was stoked listening to this. I was smiling. I was having a good time. They were doing things like that they haven't really done before, uh, melody wise. And it's a solid record. I, I agree with you. It's a two point five out of three for me. It's it's really good. Um, the one thing we disagree on, though, is the best song. Uh, the best song Get is Five Five Five. Get the fuck out of here. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> I'm, I'm dead serious. <laughs> no way. You're, yeah, you're I, joking. I, I, no, I, no I, I really actually like this song. <laughs> and I don't know why. <laughs> I really did, though. So when you said that there's one song that you hated, I'm like, oh, don't say it, don't say it. But then you did. Like, ah, oh, goddamn. No, I really did like that song. I, I I liked how just stupid pop it was. I don't mean, like. It, I don't know it's what just, to say. It, it's just it's so dumb, but I love it. It was it was so catchy and so happy and just so opposite of them, you know. Like so they, you it's, you little piece of shit know. fucking sat there. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I just let you go on and as on. I fucking I, rattled off forty five oh, yeah. reasons why I hated this song, and you over here yeah. sniveling and giggling and fucking smirking to yourself well I, I wasn't sniveling i was i was giggling and i was smiling oh my god but, dude dude i think it's a fun song it's it's my favorite song on it it's it's so dumb and so poppy but i playlisted it so oh yeah i, I like the song I'm, i i i don't know why you hate it but that's like okay. arguably their worst song they've ever done <laughs> no come on it's so bad it's good. It's a good song. Not not nearly one of their best, but best on this record. But Surviving <laughs> overall, though, Surviving is is a fantastic record. I was very 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 surprised by it. But but it was it was kind of cool how you kind of saw them take themselves a little less seriously. Their last three records with Damage, Integrity, Blues, and then Surviving, like and Surviving was just them finally just saying, you know, fuck it, we'll do whatever we want, and just just have fun and that's what you, i mean you just hear it you just hear them you, you hear happiness and i like it yeah it's great so it's great like album. like you also thought that they weren't trying to do bleed american they weren't trying to do yeah. clarity they, they were weren't trying going to make to, like an emo record they were just going to play music and it just so happened to come out as a perfect fucking blend of bleed american and clarity mm-hmm. Dude, yep. that's that's what we've been asking for that's all we wanted it, yeah, stop trying so hard it is a great record, and five 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 is a good song, regardless oh, of what you say. That is unbelievable. <laughs> I'm truly blown away. I mean, I kind of thought beforehand, like 
you're either going to like it or not like it, but then not say anything about it. But for you to say that it was like just trash, I'm just like, oh man, it's really like, not. Yeah, like but. usually I don't, I don't go out of my way unless I really hate a song. I don't <laughs> because we list our favorite song, not our worst like favorite yeah. song, our least favorite. <laughs> but that like legit, that is maybe like my bottom three Jimmy World songs ever. Damn, that's nuts. That's crazy. <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's a solid song. It's a solid song. It's yeah, so yeah. dumb, but I love All right. it. All right. Uh, so obviously, our number twos are Bleed American, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, number one, Clarity, their greatest record, without a doubt. Um, do we, I mean, what do we have to say? What do you got to say about this one? This this album just does never... anything have to be said? <laughs> it's um. I mean, it's. It's so cliche, right? Like Clarity's my favorite Jimmy World album, and it's like Woodwell Bleed American. That's people that say Woodwell Bleed American have never heard Clarity. So yeah. it's it's so it's just so <laughs> cliche to say like Clarity's my favorite album, and it's just it never loses value. Like nope, I don't know. Like one of the so I don't I don't even know where to begin. Like just in my nostalgia, and then like objective, right? Like nostalgia for me like the top five songs that influenced me on to even play guitar. One of them is on clarity. And I even mm-hmm. wrote down my top five. You want to hear my top five? Go for it. Yeah. So I wrote down my top five because when I wrote that, I said, well, you're not going to think of my top five, but <laughs> lucky Denver mint. That is one of, that's one of the top five influential guitar songs that maybe want to even play guitar just because mm-hmm. like all of these are camp songs or songs that we played at camp and that's that's why I started playing music was because I saw people do it at camp and I, I was like, dude, it's so inclusive, it's so fun. They are terrible singers, they're terrible guitar players, but we love it. And like, I want, like, I want Scott to play a certain song because I love the way he sings it. I love the way he fucks up the chorus or whatever. I don't know. I wasn't that mm-hmm. intricate as a kid, but so like my top five in no particular order, just. I guess alphabetically, uh, number one is cigarette from, from <laughs> yellow card. It's, okay. It's, it's drop D as well. It's just, it's an, these are all acoustic too. Mm-hmm. Cigarettes an acoustic songs. It's a fucking really good song. They didn't say cigarette at camp though. They would say like, of course they would say like watching the days burning out instead of like a cigarette, they burning out like a campfire burning out like a fire. So it was, it was, <laughs> so it was lame. cute. It was funny. You know, we're, okay. we're eight years yeah. old, Tyler. Okay, yeah. Uh, like you don't know what a cigarette is because your family don't smoke cigarettes. Uh, I don't. This was before the internet. <laughs> uh, I fucking d- lived in a house where people smoked in the house. My dad always—he uh, smoked for a long time too, and he always hid it. He like he only well, pretend. He was one of those parents that pretended to hide it, but he was terrible oh, okay. at it. So, whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was awful. Day is done by Peter Paul and Mary. This is kind of like a deeper cut from Peter Paul and Mary. But this was always a song that we sung at the end of the night after the fire from the campfire had burnt out because we put a certain amount of wood on the fire and, you know, at the apex of the, of the wood burning, that's when, like, the best skits would come on. And as the fire died down, so did the campfire. And Day is Done was the time when they would release, like, the boys and the girls to go back to their cabins and for, you know, sleepy time. And mm-hmm. that, that always held, like, a nice place in my heart. That's why I have so many fucking Peter, Paul, and Mary albums but I've <laughs> whittled them down to two, I like seven at one Thankfully, point. Thankfully, yeah. Um, L- Learn to Fly by Tom Petty. That was also one. Oh, that I thought you were going to say Foo Fighters. I'm like, really? No, God, come on. No, no, no. I don't know. 
never know. Tom Petty song, good song. But Lucky Denver Mint, that was also one. That that was another one that was a little more intricate, and it was always good because they harmed so well. And there's mm-hmm. always like 17 people on on the stage, I guess, of Campfire and two guitars playing. And dude, it was just so good. And like as a child, because none of, nobody in my family played instruments, right? Yeah. Like like nobody played instruments. I like where did I don't know where I got this from. Are you are you are you there? No, I'm here. Why? Oh, I thought you were dead or something. I don't know. No, I didn't die. Nobody, no. nobody. Why do you think I, died? No, I don't. I don't. I don't <laughs> make noises or something. I do. Make sipping noises or like creaking your I chair. I literally just. I literally just took forth. a drink of my beer. You can't see me, but I'm moving my chair back and forth. Also, I got a new chair, so the chair doesn't squeak anymore. Sorry. You gotta have the squeaks. You gotta have the. Squeaks. Uh, no, it's too annoying. It's too. The annoying. squeaks make people know that you're there. Such as I know, this. but it's so annoying. <laughs> Lucky Denver Mint. That was a that was a song that I saw people play and harm with, and I loved before I knew that it was Jimmy World. And I said, mm-hmm. "Like, dude, Lucky Denver Mint," and then my last one, "Screaming Infidelities," like oh. that's by Dashboard. Those two songs were just those wanted those made me want to play guitar, like acoustic guitar, and I'm a sucker for acoustics even today because that's where I started. You know, that's. That's my origin story. So no matter what, like always, I'm going to always kind of lean into that that acousticness, the folkiness of it. I don't know the the the, the stripped down, the basicness of it. Yeah, dude, Lucky Denver Mint is just it's 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 unreal. Clarity it is. is unreal. It's so fucking intricate. It is. There's like some amazing back and forth vocals. The production mm-hmm. is top notch. There's constant noise on this. Which normally I would I would kind of be irritated with, but it's not like a it's not like a wall of sound noise. It's just like there's always like something in the background, like subtle. Like there's a lot of subtlety to this record, and and moments that are quiet. There there's always there's just something going on, but it's That's not it. it's not annoying. You know, like everything is you could you could differentiate every instrument. You can hear what everyone's playing. Nothing sounds muddled together. It's a fuck. It's a amazingly produced record there's just there's this doesn't sound like a, a record that had four guitarists this sounds like a record that had two guitarists one plays sometimes but then they also yeah. had a synth player they also had an organ player they also had a percussionist everything kind of stands out on its own there's never any silence on this whole record and it's it's overproduced but in a in probably like the and best like, way, yeah. Like this is the only time where you can overproduce a record and input so many different effects and make it sound absolutely phenomenal. And I mean, not even to get into like the influence this had on, our, on everybody on every like alt <laughs> band, every pop punk band, every emo band from the two thousands on. But the clarity is just clarity is something else, and and this is like. This is kind of like their Pinkerton. This was oh, it totally. Is. This was brushed off. This was uh, this was them like putting all put, putting it all out there, and then mm-hmm. it, it didn't it didn't get shit on like Pinkerton did, but it definitely didn't get any of the recognition that it deserved, which kind mm-hmm. of like led to them being dropped by their label, and then yeah. switching like the lead vocals and everything, and just like a totally different direction from the band, and so. It's just it's just so cool 
to hear a record and think like, wow, people didn't like this at first. Why? It's insane to think. And then just to think like, what if people did like this? Would we even get Bleed American? I don't know. No, no, we'd probably get another like, like a bad clarity, you know? And then this band would be shit for so many years until surviving come out in 2019. <laughs> I don't know. And then they, and then they would come out with five, five, five and oh, God. I'd be really surprised at how good it is too. So. Dude, I, uh, I cannot yeah. I cannot sing Clarity's praises enough. I, I just I know I just can't. Clarity has been like in like a like a, a formative album in my guitar playing and my music career since I was like fucking twelve. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is just unbelievable. So like twelve twenty three ninety five. Mm-hmm. That has such Solid a song. rad baseline, and it's got this almost electronic sounding thing going on it's pleasant yeah. kind of heavy but i mean lucky denver man has always been my favorite but that's, just because of the nostalgia that's a little bit cheating but a sunday oh on a sunday yeah that's like that's one. been my favorite song for the past like three or four years that's a banger man it's just it, it's, it's solid dude, it's slow it's dramatic it builds in itself it doesn't it really takes its time and I've come mm-hmm. to appreciate more like Jimmy World and like Goodbye Sky Harbor, like the last song, and all of these, yeah. all of these things they talk about. Because now living in Arizona, and and I, I subscribe to the newspaper because I'm forty fucking nine thousand years old, and there's always <laughs> these little excerpts about like local bands that are coming out, and none of them ever seem any kind of fun or whatever. But they always say like Jimmy Rolls an influence to them, and it's. I don't know. It's kind of well, cool. Makes sense. They're like the only big band to come out of that damn state. Uh, Gin Blossoms came out of here. Yeah, Flotsam and Jetsam. Uh, they're uh, from here. Meat puppets. Oh, meat puppets were really big in the scene. Yeah, but yeah, right. Clarity's, Clarity's my number one. I mean, that's that's a that's a perfect. I mean, it's, three. Yeah, I know. I I agree with you. It is it is a perfect three. It is their best record. My my fav- my first and third favorite Jimmy World songs are off of Clarity. Oh so, God! What's the first? Is it Blister? It's Blister. I know it's Blister because you're such a Blister is actually my least favorite song on the record. You're such a liar. Now you just now you're saying no. I swear to you, I swear to you. Lying. Don't Dude, fucking lie. Why? To me. Why would I just say that? Like I told you, five 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 was my favorite off of Surviving. Why? Do, do you think I care that I piss you off? That is true. Clearly, I don't care. <laughs> Maybe you chose five 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 just so I wouldn't. I wouldn't question you. You wouldn't ask me about though. Blister. No. <laughs> no, I mean I love Blister. I think it's a perfect song, but it's. My least favorite on the record, but my favorite uh, is Goodbye Sky Harbor. I Oof. love it. And I, I mean, just the, the, the highs and lows of that, like the, the heavy guitar, like kind of not chugging. I don't even want to call it chugging. Mixed with like the, 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 um, the clean highs. I mean, they just, they do it so well on that, re- on this record. It's, it's amazing. They do it best on this one. And then you have like eight minutes of the same loop. And it's funny, like the loop will start. And then I'll get through like five minutes of it and then realize, oh shit, I'm just listening to the same four bars over and over again. But then I just keep listening. I finish the whole song. I finish all 15 minutes of it. Like even just that loop, I don't care. I like it so much because it's so like swingy and it's, it's, it's like everybody is perfectly in sync with one another at that part. It's, it's so good. It's, I love it. Dude, that is and a, then, that's a fucking banger of a song. Like, the it one really line is. that always stands out is "I am but one small instrument." Oh like, my god! It's so just, good. just, just the humility in that alone. Like you're not just yeah. one instrument. You're a, like this, this, this overproduced album, right? But they, <laughs> but like 
I don't know if Jim or, or, or Tom Lint wrote this, but I am but one small instrument. It's like I am I am one tiny minuscule piece of this huge cog. And then Sky Harbor at the time wasn't as big as it is now, but I mean, dude, yeah. like it's it's just crazy to to think like how humble they used to be, and and it, it makes mm-hmm. sense how why how 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 envious they are of other bands leading up into the mid two thousands. But true, fuck, yeah. man, goodbye. That fifteen minute epic banger <laughs> to so close good. out the album is unbelievable. And then also, I mean, one of my my second favorite is "Watch the Fireworks." Nobody talks about this one, but it's like a beautifully written song. I, it's my third favorite, my third favorite Jimmy World song. So, Oof. yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm saying it. Yeah, I love these these two. They're just they're masterpieces when it comes to their catalog. But ah, I love this album. I love this this band, or you know, some of this band. But yeah, good stuff. Okay. So should we uh, should we finish and then get into the album of the week? Yeah. Because we have, we have quite a bit to talk about, I'm sure. So yeah. Uh, so yeah. So, so stay tuned for that. Go to iTunes, rate, rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio, and uh, yeah, go listen right now. Go. That's it. That's all. Two